0: going to go a long ways. I don't know why. Oh, wait. Okay. I think we're good. You say it's recording? It says it's live, right? Yes. Okay. We're good. We're Hi, I'm new it. at this. We're not new at this. We're not new at this. Uh, if you have something I, to look at, I didn't uh, bring the, la- the laptops in the car, so I didn't bring it in. So people are, looks like somebody's already on there. Yeah, all right. Uh, so I'm going to bring it up. So, we so can... bring it up, and maybe you can see who it is. Or you have you. to bring up the John Harris page, maybe, because you know, I don't think I got a chance to share it. Okay, where can I find it? Uh, it should come up as a notification if you're a friend of mine on Facebook. Mm-hmm. As you know, I'm here at Ventnor Coffee with a very awesome Brandon Abercrombie. There, there should be the live thing now. It should come up. You should have a notification that says live. This is just the... Uh because it should go up and say John Harris is live right now. If you're
1: speaking to us as I see some well, of you are if you are, which uh, is cool. Give,
0: us a, yeah, give us a minute. We're uh looking for
1: but I don't see it. You must not be my friend. Uh but well, I know you are. We are currently unable uh, to read your comments, so give us a moment. Uh give us a moment until, until uh, further notice. Until, yeah. <laughs> until <laughs> still further notice. Still talking. Still, still, okay. still
0: talking. Maybe I'll sign in here as me, Brandon, and uh, on Facebook, if that's all right, or if there's a way to do that. Um,
1: in the meantime, let, let's, um, I just want to uh, let you know that our sponsor for this evening is LaCroix. Well, that's one of our sponsors. Because we're better than you. <laughs> if, you feel like, if you ever feel like having a nice, uh, mildly sweetened, cold can of smugness, have a LaCroix.
0: There you go. Hey, I think I'm going to go get something that will let us see all these comments. So, why don't you take it for a couple of minutes? I'll take it over, and I'll Uh, I'll tell a story. Tell a story.
1: So, ladies and gentlemen,
0: my friend, and now officially co-host for tonight,
1: Brandon Abercrombie. It's all yours. Thank you, sir. All right, so... No, 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 no. Thank you. And this is new. Go ahead. By myself. Woo-hoo! Hosted. So what should I tell you guys about? Let's see, I'm uh, a Virgo, um, 36 years old, I love jazz music, a sucker for a good self-help book. You know, that's actually a guilty pleasure of mine, but it's no longer becoming a guilty pleasure to the masses, self-help books. It's good stuff. They help yourself, it's a good way. What else? Let me see. Divorced, twice. Uh, they don't deserve me. Um, what else? This is my favorite pen to write things with. Favorite. This is my journal. Um, let me see. I hate living in New Jersey. You and me. It's cold. It's bipolar. New Jersey weather is bipolar. For those of you who live here you know that. It's pretty awful. What else? We've recently tried to cut back on caffeine.
0: How's that going for you?
1: It's uh, it's okay. Oh. It's going good. Yeah, great. Good for you. Yeah. <laughs> Cutting back. Not me. Really. Not caffeine. Complete. It looks like John Harris here has a, have an option. We has have an option. a piece of equipment, an electronic device. Which I will hook up as we continue onward and upward. So. This way we're able to communicate with you guys, those of you who are still commenting. You're going to you're gonna have to resubmit all your comments because we can't it. Well, we we can be see them. Well, we can't see them. Yeah, we'll on. see them once this is up and running. And running. It's running. My 12-year-old son just asked me the other day, he says, Dad, if I jerk off all the time, am I going to have semen left when I'm older and ready to make kids? You told him no, right? You told him. certain it. <laughs> hey,
0: age, it's over. Uh, you, you, no, you don't. Sorry, son. You only get so many
1: times. I told him you know, to try to limit it to once a day, maybe twice on the weekends. Oh, okay. I can't make this shit up. Like, this is, this is my life. It's my kids. Uh, try this,
0: but. Viola?
1: Viola? It was uh. It, it was revealed to me, I learned this fact. I learned recently that I am approximately 12.5% black, which makes a lot of sense. That answers several questions. I told this to my children, and they realize they are 6.25% black, and my son asks, well, if we're 6% black, Hey, we're sideways. Am I allowed to say the N word?
0: We're sideways. Oh, so we're sideways, okay. And that's probably what some of those comments are, is that, hey, guys, you're sideways. So, uh, you I'm going see that if I can and, change that as well. Uh, we don't need that at all. Yeah. We got that, there we go. We're sideways. That, I was right. That's some of the comments. Uh, let me see what I can do about that. While well, Brandon continues.
1: Okay, so John's gonna adjust the screen. We didn't realize it was sideways. Seriously, we didn't realize it. Because
0: <laughs> it doesn't look it on the monitor. It's either going to be okay, or upside-down.
1: It'll say in a minute. We are a little behind that. Mild technical difficulties. But hey, it's all good. Woohoo!
0: We're good. Uh, let's see. We're good. We're good. We're good. We should be good. Okay. I might have to adjust camera a second so here's the deal I have a question
1: Uh, how do you guys feel about tube socks should we still be wearing them like really it's not 1997 anymore is it acceptable to wear tube socks that's how I would like to really officially start this duo podcast Um, you're listening you're commenting so comment on that to Are men still allowed to wear tube socks in 2020 hmm interesting Jim Coleman hi how are you Jim Coleman is the
0: director chief bottle washer chairman of the board whatever of the Veterans United Memorial Military Museum for some reason I think I said it backwards Jim so, so he's important. He, is so important. important he is so he's important, yeah. he I, important. important. I wonder okay. if he drinks
1: LaCroix you sound like a guy who drinks LaCroix I think he drinks
0: more like straight up coffee probably yep Nick shoe Schu- hey, what's going on, Nick? Uh, Joe, with- hey, we're sideways, and uh, we're not, she says, so thank you, Joe. I, I knew somebody would help us there. Uh, so thanks, guys. Uh, I'm here with Brandon Abercrombie, and uh, this is The Public John on Wildfire Radio, Facebook Live. Uh, we'll be on Facebook slash The Public John page tomorrow, as well as iTunes and Google Play. That's right. And YouTube as well. Yeah. So within the next couple of days, if you missed us now, you've got more than ample opportunity to uh, get this. Thanks, Nick. I am. How are you, sir? Nice to see you, buddy. Nice to see you tuning in anyway. uh, It's awesome. Uh, So here's the deal. We do have some things to talk about. And uh, you see how this show goes. Brandon, the co-host slash guest, comes prepared, has a book, all that stuff. I uh, don't. (laughs) <laughs> but I do have in my head some things that I want to talk to Brandon about talk to you guys about we've got a couple things working uh, organizational wise and uh, we've got a couple people we want to thank as well so um, Nick's doing great yeah man I know what you're saying he you missed cheese man <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah I miss him too man
1: uh, he talks just like this and I thought, that's how I know what, I, what prompted that question, that comment? Uh, Was seen. that Nick? Yeah. Did you just ask? Well, what prompted that question? Me he's seen me before Kali. Okay. He knows I... It, I want to hear your answer, though. I want to hear oh, okay. your answer, Nick. Oh, yeah, I do. Actually, prompted Yeah, I want to hear the answer. You so that, like I that, that, as well. that you missed Teach Merritt. I want to America. hear the answer. I want to see the answer. I want to see the answer. <laughs> I don't want to hear it, man. I'll um, put your answer on a public thread so that it can stay the there forever and term. potentially ruin your career in politics. Oh.
0: I don't. I know Nick. I don't think Nick's worried about a career in politics. Good. Okay. And uh, let me know. Uh, I'll let you guys know that Dan and a couple other voices I've done have also excluded me from ever being on SNL. Yeah. So, 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 so I don't think that's going to go. So here's the deal. I haven't told John
1: about this, but I'm just I'm going to tell him now. Awesome. Uh, what I would like to do for this episode of the Puppet John is I want to ask approximately ten questions throughout the entire course of the podcast. My first question was: Do wearing does wearing tube socks is wearing tube socks still okay? Even though we're nowhere in the '90s, is it still okay, ladies, for men to wear tube socks? Okay. So next I, question. So I don't wait a
0: minute. I don't get to answer these.
1: No. Oh, okay. Sure. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Go um, ahead what's your answer? Well,
0: my answer would be: Well, I have a follow-up question. Are you talking about tube socks while you're wearing shorts? Definitely not. That's. Never been okay. All right, so that's not part of the question? No. It's two socks, period. Yes. Okay. Hey Chrissy, how you doing girl? Hope to uh, chat with you later on, how you been? Nice to see you. Congratulations on your son going to Military Academy, uh, it's awesome. Uh, great lady and a great supporter by herself. Uh, she's awesome, so. Um, Public John is here uh, for you guys tonight, and uh, we've got a couple things to talk about, but
1: Brandon's first question, ask it again, Brandon. Is it okay for men to still wear tube socks in 2020? Is it okay for men to still wear
0: tube socks? Tube socks? Apparently not, because if you can't say it, you can't wear them. Can't wear them, okay. Uh, So uh, there you go. Uh,
1: That's question one, what's question two? Question number two. Does drinking LaCroix make you racist? Ooh, drinking LaCroix makes you
0: racist. You could have a follow-up question with that because of its name. Does it make you think you're elite? Does it, make you oh, it, absolutely,
1: it absolutely means you're a little bit smug. If if you are a smug. You are if a you drink this shit, yeah, you're a little bit pompous and a little bit uh, smug.
0: Oh, okay. Hey, Joe Chocomo. Well, hey, Joe. How's it going, buddy? Uh, yeah, so if you drink McCrulley, you're a little snotty, a little snobby, a little elitist. But the key question is, does it make you... What was your question? If you drink the croy, what you <laughs> forgot? Racist. <me? laughs> racist. Oh, if you drink the <laughs> are you racist, you bastards? Because you drink the crow. Right. Uh, um, so I'm here with an awesome branded apricot. Let's get question three on too, because I want to make sure we get to as many of these as we can during the course of our. Do you have a question three? If not, we'll let you percolate on that for a while. Almond milk or soy milk. Ooh, good question i know my choice already because i do use one more than the other uh so there you go here's three big questions for right now folks and hopefully we get an answer from some of you guys within the next 10 or 15 minutes question one is it okay ladies for guys to wear tube socks in 2020. question two if you drink lacroix does that make you racist you can see brandon there's drinking one so um i'm not racist well there you that there's a hint there's a hint to the answer. I have, I have too many ethnicities in my DNA to be racist. There you go. And uh, yeah, if you're racist, you're fighting yourself. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and what was your third question? Almond milk. Mm-hmm. Almond milk or, soy, or milk. soy milk. There you go. Almond milk or soy milk. So if you guys want to answer those questions for us, that would be awesome. So we get a better feel for you guys. it would be great. If you don't want to answer those questions, uh, I understand. Because they are hard-pressing issues. And some people may not want to come out on one side or the other. Especially the tube sock question, that could be difficult. You don't want to be like, so. Uh, so a couple things I want to talk about. Um, first, we got some administrative stuff I want to get out of the way. Uh, one is Brandon is going to be the, the new face of Jersey comedy. Um, he's going to uh, uh, probably be the head guy in charge of HGIC. Um, and uh he's uh you know uh, we'll still be involved i'll still be involved and, and other folks as well but brandon ang going to be the point guy um and the reason for that is number one he's very devoted to um uh, the venues that we've had he's played at all of them he knows them and uh we we're going to build some relationships with him in the next uh, few weeks a few months so that um, but most of these folks are, know him and are aware of him already, and it's a very positive uh, knowledge of him. Uh, he's also still very funny, so he's going to perform as well, um, and it's going to give folks more accessibility to be able to perform and or come to Jersey comedy shows uh, because his availability is a little bit better right now. It's, uh, so, so Brandon's going to step in for us. He's agreed to do that, and that's awesome. Well, thank you, sir. Appreciate it. Jersey Comedy, Brandon Adler- Brandon will give you all his info, and uh, at some point, you'll be able to get on Jersey Comedy, and Brandon will probably be the one answering your uh, requests, questions, concerns, or just communicate. John Bova joined, how you doing, John? Thank you for joining in, we appreciate it. Um, that is step one. Uh, Joe says congrats, Brandon, so uh, there you go. It's Thanks, all Jeff. about you. So, uh, she says, Congrats, and uh, thanks, Joe. Uh, Joe knows that this was, you know, uh, partially, but this was a big thing uh, for me. So, for me to give this to you, to be honest with you, uh, I want you to know that that means I've got some serious confidence in you. I uh, appreciate the effort you've put behind the scenes already, and uh, looking forward to you being the public facing this thing. I think it's going to be great. So, uh, So, we've got that. Also, um, let me see. Hey, Maria Testa joined. Maria's a friend of mine from CU. Hi, Maria. How you doing? Um, I'm just letting people know that Brandon here is going to take over Jersey Comedy. Uh, I would say completely as far as the Facebook, social media stuff, by maybe the end of the week you'll have everything.
1: That's right. That's all me. It's all all
0: Brandon, all the time. You're going to be like your own 24-hour network. All Brandon, all the time. There you go. So uh, Brandon's going (laughs) to jump in there. Um, As far as some other things, I've been told that I need to step back from some things, folks. Um, And uh, I know why, and uh, you know, and I won't go into the reasons. But I will. um, Most, uh, some of them are health related. uh, Some of them aren't. But uh, I need to step back and do some things and cut some ties so and and also uh, change up some things so that's part of why I was looking for somebody to take Jersey comedy I didn't want it to be disbanded um, because I think it's 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 grown and it's got a a lot of potential for folks uh, to come out and have a good time and for uh, local comics to continue to come out and have places to go so that's why Brandon got tapped on the shoulder there as it was Figuratively speaking, of course. Yeah. Um, and that's also going to affect a few other things. If you were watching the show, the TV show last week on, on Quinn, uh, with its showtime, or if you've looked at it on a Facebook page, um, step back from that a little bit. It's going to resurface probably just on digital and social media. Uh, and, and I would say that's going to be in a few weeks. Also, the Public John podcast will continue. We've got two or three more to do this month, and then we'll be picking up. Probably in mid-February, uh, we'll be back uh, there at a new uh, palatial public John studio. Yeah, that'll be uh, that'll be impressive. So uh, that's being worked on as I speak, um, and uh, that'll also be the same studio that we'll be doing the uh, the TV show, the digital show. It's Showtime with John Harris. It, the format for it's probably going to be a little bit different. Probably going to go to some places uh, live. Um, take phone calls interact with you folks uh on occasion also do some of them will be filmed some of them may be live um, it's going to be a mixed bag and a, and a little more a uh, little more exciting i think so um so that's going to be a lot of fun and JohnHarrisComedy.com is still up and running and all these things will be uh announced uh, and if you have uh, details you want to uh let me know Brian Isley says, What's up, John? I'm Brandon. What's going oh, on, bitch, What's going on, B? You alright, bro? I'm good. I'm uh, alright. No, Brian's a good comic. Brian's a good guy. I like, I like yeah, good, good guy. Uh, he's I. Uh Margie Homan joined. Hello, Margie. How you doing? Margie. Uh, what's, what's up? There we go. So, there's all the administrative announcements for now about the public John and Showtime with John Harris, Jersey Comedy, all those things. Um, so, that takes care of that, and uh, like we said, Brandon's going to be the face for Jersey Comedy. Tom Crowley has joined. How are you doing, Tom? Nice to hear from you, brother. Um, so that takes care of that part. Now, I have seen no answers from your questions, but we've had new people join. So if you want to reiterate your questions, just boom, 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 and sure. see if they answer them.
1: So tonight, for no reason whatsoever, I'm going to ask 10 questions throughout the podcast. I'm
0: not sure we're going to get to 10. We might want
1: to make it five. seven. seven. Okay. So the first three, the first one is, can men still wear tube socks? Is it okay, is it socially acceptable for men to wear tube socks in 2020, not 1997? Question number two, does drinking LaCroix make you racist? If not, at the very least, it clearly makes you smug. Well, we know it does, we know it does. It doesn't huh? make you smug, you won't get smug by drinking it, if you drink it willingly, you might you
0: be You might, you might be. <laughs> and what was the third? Third, third question? question: Almond milk or soy milk? Almond milk or soy milk. Here you go, uh, Jim Grasso joined. How you doing, Jim? Jim's from Wildfire Radio. Appreciate all the help he's given us uh, over, over the time frame with the public, John. It's been awesome. Um, uh, oh, Brian says yes. Was about. Uh, I would think you're talking about the tube socks. They're okay, but only if you're playing
1: basketball. Okay, that's a good answer. They, they probably they, a little they, disclaimer. They, they catch the sweat dripping down from your 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 knee pits. That's the section oh. on the back of your leg. Okay, now we're analogs. <laughs> <So laughs> that's that's the purpose. It's the practical reasons for wearing tube socks. Reason. That so makes sense.
0: Almond all, damn day. You're right, Brian. I'm with you. There we go. There was my answer. Same. Same here. Yeah. Uh, and there and there is a difference in them too, uh, and, but yeah, definitely almond down there, there. And Brian's right, uh, racism makes you racist. <laughs> <laughs> Just that simple. There's no race.
1: Yeah. <laughs> He's dead on. That's a good point. Racism, racism makes
0: makes you racist. You racist. Yeah. <laughs> Bingo, done, <Yeah>. over, next. <laughs> so so I agree with Brian on all these I do basketball tube socks feel better racism definitely makes you racist and almond over soy all damn day so uh, thanks big and and if anybody else differs from that um, I want to hear why because uh, I can't see why especially number two (laughs) racism makes you racist (laughs) LaCroix got nothing to do with it Um, so we've talked about a couple of things And uh, I just want to tell you uh, a couple of things. One is uh, the podcast is actually sponsored and brought to you by Casper's Power Washing over in the Cumberland County, South Jersey area, Uh, but all over the area. Um, uh, uh, Albert Casper and his guys will come and give you an estimate, a free estimate and he's been everywhere from Cape May up to the Camden area, Cherry Hill. So, and he will travel there. Those guys will travel there. They'll give you a free estimate. Um, and let me tell you something, folks. I've seen some of the buildings they've done. Um, I know of a couple of them that were considering getting uh, uh, the buildings completely painted or completely uh, replaced with vinyl siding. And then uh, when Albert and his guys got done uh, power washing the building, it looked like a completely different building. And they just said, you know what? This is all we need so a lot less money to power wash your building than it would be to paint or side it and a lot quicker it only takes a, a couple of hours you know, three four hours probably uh these guys will also do decks or anything you can think of garages barns whatever uh, probably boats if you have them and down here we have some of them um they'll power wash whatever you have um and uh, they do a great job so that's casper's power washing uh, you can Google them, their phone numbers on Google, uh, check them out um, and, and if you need to get a hold of them and can't, uh, you can also get a hold of me here on my regular Facebook page or the Public John page on Facebook and I can uh, reach out to them or uh, get you their phone number. But it is Casper's Power Washing LLC. Uh, they are on Google, look them up and they have a Facebook page too and both of them will have pictures. Of before and after shots, so you might want to check that out. Hey, my sister-in-law Kathy's just joined us from Georgia. Hi, Kath. How you doing? Uh, Kathy's lost a boatload of weight. I saw some pictures. I know she's been eating a lot healthier and doing some things. So, so she drinks, drinks soy milk, milk. or almond. I'm sorry, so she probably drinks almond, almond milk. milk. Almond milk, it's uh, it's hopefully. Uh, that's a question, Kathy In case you missed it, Brian uh, Brandon uh, brought up three questions. I'm not at Brian's name here. Um, uh, three questions, and, and uh, one was almond milk or soy milk. Uh, Number, uh, well, it doesn't matter what number. Uh, Another question was, uh, is it okay for men to wear tube socks in 2020? And the third question is, does drinking LaCroix make you racist? Um, (laughs) There's no particular reason for those questions. Brandon, they're they're just pressing on Brandon so much that he wants to know. So, anybody wants to answer those questions, that's great. Um, So, I'm gonna ask you something. I know we listened to him again while we were sitting here. Uh, And any of you folks that want to chime in, please do. Um, We'll try to get to some of your responses. We may not get to all of them. Um, First off, uh, I want to talk about Ricky Gervais's opening monologue, and a couple other jokes too, I guess, during the Golden Globes.
1: What did you think? Uh, I thought it was bold. I mean, I I don't really know that I have a very original opinion. It was awesome. It was awesome. Uh, I appreciated that he was being honest who's being completely sincere. You know, Ricky Gervais is, you know, has a reputation for, for being a, a ball buster, for sure, being a controversial comic. But at the same time, you know, he, he doesn't share these opinions or display these, these facts unless they've been well thought out and well researched. I mean, he's, he's being honest. Everything that he says is just, it's the truth. Yeah, so, and even, even if you
0: don't necessarily agree with him, He's not up there just spouting off. He he care. He's done the research, but he also doesn't yeah. care if he offends somebody. This, this is, is my opinion. And he makes you know that it's yeah. his opinion. It's personal. I loved it. I thought it was absolutely great. Yeah. Um one of the things I did like is he let you know right up front, um, I loved his accent. I oh, don't know why they picked me again. You know, he's like, but I'm never gonna do this again. Yeah. So that kind of gave him the freedom to say. I'm going to say what I think I'm going to say what I want but you can tell it was also thought out and he didn't pull any punches no not at all
1: and he doesn't that's what no. I like about it I, you know uh, what's interesting is, is he's been the host consistently for I don't know the exact number of years but several years now well this and is his fifth time they've signed a couple it? times but they okay. brought him back Okay. Um, and he's like,
0: I don't know why like, yeah. I don't I don't know why I'm back I don't know there's already an
1: online petition to have him come back for next year yeah, 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 but actually,
0: yeah. but I think actually it's already been announced that Tina Fey and uh, Amy Poehler will host it next year and I'll tell you what though, go back and watch All right, the news so if the Tina Fey, let
1: me, look this is an unpopular opinion that's going to get me in trouble, oh, you might get I'm going to lose yeah. some fans, oh, he's if, gonna say if Tina Fey and Amy Poehler are going to host then you know what, I better not say this. No, you better not say
0: it. They've hosted before, and I'll tell you, they've been a little cutting-edge a couple times. Go back and watch a couple of their things. They're, they're smart. They're great writers. Right. For sure. And they do. And I mean that. But they don't go, obviously, as far as Ricky
1: Gervais. Um, Fuck it, I'll say it. If they're going to host, you're probably going to hear a bunch of jokes about how terrible men and the male species are. That's it.
0: <laughs> That's
1: good. That's what you okay. mean.
0: Well, I guess we'll have to wait and see then. Yeah. We'll have to wait and see.
1: Um, Could watch, be. watch Could 10 be. years from now, I'm going to get uh, presented with the opportunity to host the Oscars or something. <laughs> and then I'm going to agree, and then they're going to pull this fucking podcast up, and I'm, I'm going to get, gonna get fired that. because <laughs> of the shit that I just said.
0: Well, I think you're wrong. I think what's going to happen is you're going to get a Saturday Night Live offer, and that's going to get pulled. <laughs> <laughs> you're done. Yeah. It's over. Yeah. Uh, just so, But at least. If you were drinking LaCroix you might not have been racist right you were sexist <laughs> but you weren't racist <laughs> you need to be different then eh? um, so uh, any of you is to have any opinion and if you haven't seen it uh, the clip is on YouTube uh, um, you can go in and see just put in Ricky Gervais Golden Globes and you can look at this year's monologues as well as other years he's done as well um, and, uh, and if you want you can see what Brandon's talking about to uh, Tina Fey and Amy Poehler have hosted it before and you can see if uh, you think there's a background there for uh, for Brandon's opinion so yeah um, and uh, we can go from there I think it'll be interesting so you guys get a chance and uh, check those two things out um, any comics that are watching now or will watch later um, I, I think Brandon in, in, in speaks pretty well when he says that, you know, he's thought this out, he's got a basically an educated opinion about it, uh, and it is his opinion, he makes that clear. Ricky Gervais. Ricky Gervais about. I'm talking yeah. about, man. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, uh, and I just think, um, I think the guy's got brass balls, and, and I give him all the credit in the world, because he can go up there and play it soft, and maybe come back every year and yeah. get more exposure for whatever projects he's doing, um, but, uh, uh, like like he was saying oh, I don't care <laughs> he, yeah, really he really doesn't, doesn't. and uh, that that was the cool part uh, and that's what I like uh, and, and he's like that with his stand up um, yeah. if you've ever seen that um, so so I really like him you, and and I think he's you either love him or you hate him Yeah. Um, and but boom. then again to me that's the way it should be with most comics yeah. and most entertainers you really really love him or
1: you really really hate him and I mean undoubtedly he is, he's Currently, the you know, one of the more successful comics out there. Right. I mean, I'd put him in the top, you know, five.
0: He's up there. I don't know if he's he not might best. Be five, I not, mean, not, top five most
1: successful that are currently still working. That's that, and mean, that's important too. The currently yeah,
0: still working part is is important. Speaking mm-hmm. of currently still working and maybe getting back to doing some more, um, Dave Chappelle. Yeah. Terrific. Same thing, folks. If you haven't seen it. Go up and look for his acceptance speech on the Mark Twain Prize. Actually, on PBS.org, you can watch the whole Mark Twain Prize show.
1: show. You can watch the whole thing on demand. It was
0: great, on demand as well. Um, But his acceptance speech, if you're a comedian, uh, it's almost like the new Rodney coaching football to me. If you sit back and listen to what he says to the audience about being a comedian, Mm-hmm. and thereby giving comedians a positive uh, outlook. You know, Go forward, push the limits, push it, do what you want, say what you want. There's somebody in the room representing you. You know, He's yeah. saying to the audience, I mean, he lets you know it's not easy. He lets an audience know it's not easy for a comedian to go on stage. There's a lot they have to think about. And in today's day and age, unfortunately... Some comics do have to think about what they say, or at least feel they do. Yeah. Uh, they can't go up and be Ricky Gervais. Right. Uh, you've got to get to a certain level to be Dave Chappelle or Ricky Gervais and say what you think. Uh, but can you ever get to that level? Well, chances are you can't if you don't do it in the beginning and build up. Yeah. Because you can't just be, lack of a better term, wishy-washy, milk toast, and then get to that level and blow it open. Cause it's not gonna
1: happen. Um, so I would, I would even say like, you know, on that topic, like it, being true to yourself mm-hmm. is one of the things that Dave said, you know, just being honest and true to yourself. Uh, that's one of the most difficult things I think for the, you know, the beginning of one's comedy career, you know, right. those first few years. Yeah. The toughest thing about being a new comic uh, is finding your voice you know figuring out who you're going to be up there on, on stage Like, right. why are you doing this now why do we need to listen to you and you know what, what's what's pushing you? what's motivating you yeah you know are you the bitter single dad or are you the uh, you know mildly racist uh, southerner whatever everyone has a voice like every right. comic out there has a specific voice and a message and an audience that they speak for absolutely you know, and finding what your voice is in the comic is something that uh, Takes a few years. A few years. You least. know,
0: one of the best examples of that is to go back and look at the story of how the character of uh, Larry the Cable Guy yeah. became developed, yeah. and how many efforts and characters and different ways of doing comedy uh, that he presented before he found that that character was the one to work and hone in on and everything. Yeah. Um, and that's a perfect example of what you're talking about I think it takes a while yeah. for a person to find out their voice and then how to present certain things um, you can write material uh, if you present it one way it may not work say the same identical material on a whole different mannerism and a whole different voice and it kicks off yeah so um, yeah you're, you're dead on with that I mean say be true to yourself yeah Find that voice that works best for you and get your
1: thoughts out there and get your stuff out there that you think is funny. Because I'll tell you what, if you get up on stage, like first of all, public speaking in general is already one of the most difficult things to do. Comedy I think is even a little bit more difficult because you have to rely on laughs from people and whatnot. And, uh, but I, I think, I know from personal experience that if you say or do anything on that stage that's even remotely disingenuous or dishonest. You know that crowd's gonna know. They're gonna see it. They're gonna see right through that bullshit facade you're putting up, and it's not gonna. It's just not gonna go well. It's a really soul-crushing process. Oh, anyone oh, I don't like
0: having my soul crushed.
1: I never no. have that. No. <laughs> yeah, we know.
0: Manny Hurtado joined. Hey, Manny, how you doing? Nice to talk to you, buddy. Nice to see that you're tuning in. Uh, you're watching and listening to the Public John right here on Wildfire Radio, Facebook Live, facebook.com slash John, uh, iTunes, Google Play, uh, and probably in your neighborhood on a loudspeaker who knows. <laughs> Everywhere I can put it, we're putting it. Uh, I'm here with my guest slash co-host because I made him do some work early in the beginning, uh, Brandon Abercrombie, who is the new face of Jersey comedy. And uh, thanks, Brandon, for taking that. Welcome aboard, brother. It's, uh, it's I think, it's going to be a lot of fun for you and yeah. for comics, and for all of us. I think it's going to be a great time for the venues and all. Uh, spring is coming, so I wanted to make this before
1: spring hits us in a couple of months and yeah. get everything in place. So, uh, so understand, uh, you know, for those of you who don't like, don't who aren't familiar with Jersey comedy and the process, and you know what John has done with uh, the company over the years and how he's built it up. Over time, uh, you know, what this means is you know, we're, we're going uh, to continue pre- you know, to give comedy to the public. You know, Atlantic County, South Jersey area predominantly, uh, put on comedy shows a few a month. You know, I'll be hosting the open mic here at Ventnor Coffee, yes, which is monthly, and then in yep. the summertime it'll be more often, sometimes bi-weekly. Uh, as well as the comedy shows that have been at uh, Leatherhead's Comedy Club in A. Harper City continue with that, uh, hosting those shows as well, and the plan is to expand beyond that, too. You know, all up and down the, the uh, Jersey Shore throughout the summer, you know, when we get the shore traffic. So, we'll fun. have a lot of comedy shows coming up soon. I promise. Yeah. And Brandon's been
0: instrumental in helping us uh, uh, in a couple of methods. Of course, one of Jersey Comedy's big missions is to, is to uh, uh, keep comedy shows affordable, Um, Yeah, so that the hard-working folks can come out and it doesn't cost an arm and a leg to uh, come out and see a good show and have a lot of fun. And and these places that we go to uh, have done that and let us do that and uh, we're glad that they have. We've also done some fundraisers and some other things as well. uh, All the Jersey County is always available to help with a fundraiser. Uh, If you have any ideas, let us know and we can come in and help you uh, how to do that. And uh, it's a lot of fun. So, Brandon's agreed to take over uh, some of the uh, most of the duties, I should say, and uh, we appreciate that. Um, let me see. There was something else I was going to bring up. I do want to thank Ventner Coffee for letting us come in here tonight and do this. Uh, uh, Christine and Laura and all the crew here have been great to us uh, uh, over the last couple of years. Uh, uh, when I first started doing stand up, they let me have all the time that I needed to do stuff. Yeah, they were great um, and this is a terrific venue they're very supportive of the arts very supportive for uh, for music games uh, and not just the open mic but anytime so if you call Vendor Coffee or go on their Facebook page if you have an idea of something you want to do uh, run it by these folks and uh, they're more than willing to give you a shot to give it a try so uh, that's uh, facebook.com slash Ventner Coffee um, and uh, you can give Christine and the folks here uh, a shout because uh, they're very supportive. They do great work. So we want to thank them for letting us come in here and do the podcast uh, pretty much whenever we can if uh, if they don't have something going. So uh, we're glad that they do it. We've had a couple times where there's been live people in here watching and the staff has watched. So it's been yeah, fun. It's always, um, it's always fun. Yep, always a fun time here. Uh, so we want to thank them. Um, and... Uh, it's been a lot of fun over the, over the years. So and uh, hey, anywhere I can get coffee, I'm, I'm, I'm good.
1: Yeah. Or, or or Lacroix
0: or Lacroix, nice <laughs> cold can of smoke. We're not getting, except for Brian, and we thank you, Brian, for your, for the input. Let's see if we have more questions. You had uh, one two, two more questions. Let's see. Since we're not getting any reply on these two, maybe. What
1: is. Let's go a little deep. Let's go. We're going deep into What the was the best decade for entertainment in general? Okay, so that's music, movies, and TV, comedy. What was the best decade? Wow. Uh, I can answer it right now. I, I well, say the 90s. I can answer, of course. 90s for sure. 90s for sure. was amazing for were you were, were you
0: alive in the 60s? I was not alive in the 60s. Oh, uh, you didn't get to experience yeah. the 60s, did you? How about the 50s? Nope, yeah. it was not alive. I was going to say, if you said yes, <laughs> you weren't alive here, <laughs> okay. Now we're in the Shirley <laughs> MacLaine land and uh, reincarnation. Yeah. And Did you ever that notice, was... can I ask you a question? Yeah. yeah. I'm sure somebody has said this before. I don't, don't remember hearing it, but I've always wondered, why do people that get reincarnated always think they come back as royalty or somebody rich or somebody great? Why couldn't they have come back as like a cockroach or something? You know? Or Maybe, you know, yeah. some other parasite, you know? Yeah. And in my, my former life, I was bacteria. I mean, yeah. you know, I don't get it. You know, but. Hey, Joe Jackson joined. Still up in Pennsylvania, I think. Uh, how you doing, Joe? Joe was a, was a boss of mine way back, basically in the late 50s, <laughs> not really. But early 90s, Joe was a, was a boss of mine. He's a good guy, so uh, how you doing, Joe? Nice to see you. Uh, so yeah, uh, re- I, I don't understand the whole reincarnation bit. How you would know? You know what I mean? Like I don't yeah. remember any previous life I may have had, but, unless this is my first one. You know, so, uh, but hey, maybe we can talk to Shirley MacLaine about it someday. Yeah. maybe she knows. It, so uh, we've got that going for us, which which is nice. It is. Which is <laughs> <laughs> <They're> nice. That is nice. All right, so you had the, uh, the, the we've got the four questions out yeah. there now. The
1: fourth most recent question is what was what was the best decade for entertainment? entertainment. So What's comedy, music, movies, total. Yeah, best entertainment total. Yeah, okay. okay. Just I don't general. Know, I don't want to go with general sports, then. whatever. Sports, whatever. Throw that all of it in there. All, all of it in, it in there. there. Whoa, everything Ooh. is. My answer was what the nineties. The nineties. Uh, I think that was a great time for just about every genre of music. You know, rock was really great. In the '90s, great. the grunge scene, and all that was pretty good. Hip hop, especially hip hop, hip. You know, I was I was born at a time where I was like, Do you know whose I,
0: birthday it is today? I don't. Ironically, wearing a shirt. It's not his birthday. Okay. Who else's could it be? Should you be wearing someone
1: else's shirt today? Maybe. I don't know. Tell like tell me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> His birthday today. I, um, I, 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 admittedly should have known that. But uh-huh, I didn't know that. Uh-huh. But yeah. So I was, I, I was, I was born at a time where I was like fortunate enough to, to oh, witness. I thought you were gonna do an
0: old Steve Martin
1: line here for a minute. <laughs> I was fortunate <laughs> enough to witness like the like the birth to a degree and like the glowing up of hip hop. You know, like oh, nice to see hip hop like blossom into what it has. You know, especially age. like in the '90s, which was like you know arguably, as they say, the golden age of hip hop. The golden. That was, age when we of had, that was when we still had conscious hip hop, like in the early '90s, and then later on when we had Biggie and Tupac and like the Wu Tang Clan. They just took things to a totally different level. Totally, different. I think. But uh, even other things, movies. There were some really good movies in, in the '90s. There
0: were really good, really good movies in the '90s. Yeah.
1: Comedians, same thing, that was, you know, the explosion of, uh, that was when Andrew Dye's play was, was really big, yeah, Sam Kinnison. Sam Kinnison,
0: uh, a, lot of, a lot of people took off in the 90s, uh, as far as comedy was concerned. It was a great era for comedy. Uh, but uh, it, was, it was a good era, it wasn't bad, it wasn't bad. But yeah. some, some older people obviously will argue, it all has to do with experience. Yeah. So, uh, I would say to people, is probably very hard, a very hard question, you're going to get a lot of answers. One, and I don't want to hear any BS, but my question would be, who is your favorite comedian? So, folks, if you're getting this question and you want to answer that, who is your favorite comedian? We're live here on Facebook.com. Uh, you can feel free to answer that if you want. Uh, or don't. Uh, or Do don't. you have one favorite
1: comedian? got to be one. <sighs> And it's gonna to be tough. Isn't it? I just I, I'm gonna give the opinion that there is more than one, a lot of people are going to have, and that's Dave Chappelle, just because of what he's done with comedy. Okay, I mean, and during his acceptance, well, that episode, you know, when he accepted the Mark Twain Prize, they were interviewing Eddie Murphy, which is one of my personal favorite comedians of all time, and he said that Dave Chappelle really stretched the genre. You know, really took it to new places, and I—I I, I honestly believe he did. You know, with, what he did with the Chappelle Show, with sketch comedy, it was—it was groundbreaking, like absurdly, uh, just—it was—it was uh, a was good, it was awesome, it was amazing to watch. And you know, one thing Eddie Murphy did say
0: is that Dave Chappelle is one of the most intelligent, yeah, smartest, yeah.
1: Uh, comedians that's another that there thing. is. There's been other comedians in the past, George Carlin, oh, for example, George Carlin Dude, would is another some intelligence, you know, into their... Uh, well, uh, some intellect into their stand-up specials, but well, yeah, Dave Chappelle just has a way about him, where, you know, he just starts off, you know, just funny, and just brings you all the way up, and then just fucking slaps, I mean, you, slaps you, with slaps him, him face yeah. and then back down with some comedy, and then... The Chappelle Show is a masterpiece. Yeah. And
0: I understand Obviously, mentally, he had to take the break and go to Africa, but I think it made the show that much better that he realized, I don't want to keep going if I can't give it 100% creatively. Yeah. Um, yeah. And he lost a ton of money yeah. by by uh, stopping uh, from doing the show. Yeah. Um, but uh, he realized that he just couldn't do it the way it needed to be done. So I respect him not only as a comic, but I respect him as, as an individual, because I mean, That's right. yeah, he threw a lot of wealth away and, and had to come back and basically start all over again in way, because he hadn't been on stage or anything for a long time. Um, but he's also been very supportive of other comics, and his acceptance speech is a, is a perfect indication of that um, for the Mark 25s, it yeah. was great. Um, so, Is he my favorite of all time? I've been around a little longer than you. um, So I've seen a few more. Um, And though I sat here and said one comic, I will tell you that it's hard to pick. one comic. um, And say, just for laughs, that's the guy. You know, or that's the female, that's the girl. Just for laughs, who's the funniest. And it's still tough. Um you know you can go with rodney dangerfield you yeah. non-stop boom 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 yeah. boom boom i mean you're laughing the whole time um but then in the 90s if you could go with eddie murphy um, and even though it's a story his stories are littered with jokes as well yeah. and the impressions and boom same thing um eddie murphy's definitely in my top five i i i give eddie murphy when he was at his height a bit of an edge over Chappelle, but I don't think Chappelle happens without Eddie Murphy. Yeah. Because he pushed the boundaries in the beginning. Yeah. Um, and then, and he will tell you that he doesn't exist without Richard Pryor. Right. And Pryor would tell you that he doesn't exist without this one. Yeah. I mean, so there is a, almost like a ladder that they ascend to, that here's the foundation, here's the next step, here's the next step, here's the next step. Um, but you're right, Andrew Dice Clay, yeah. was huge in, in the 90s. Yeah. Uh, Sam Kennison, huge in the 90s. Um, though at times they didn't like each other, but yeah, no, like the hated
1: back, other. yeah. they hated each other. Um like Andrew Dice Clay, I think, I think, I might be misquoting, but I believe Andrew Dice Clay was the first comedian to do arena tours. I think. Like he was those. the first
0: person as a comic to ever sell out Madison Square Garden. Wow. And he did it. Twice, and he was the first comic to ever sell out Madison Square Garden. And they said it was sold out in hours. It was like yeah. bam when he was at his height. Yet I saw him live in Atlantic City, and I actually saw him live once in Massachusetts. The Massachusetts ticket was ten dollars. Wow. I mean, so he has had up and downs. As every comic usually does. Yeah. Uh, so um, Don Rickles was nonstop hysterical and outside of two or three premise jokes didn't really do a set he came out and basically ad-libbed every night every show so every show was different when you watch somebody like Don Rickles Daniel Stoop hi Daniel how you doing he's joined us too we've had a few people join us tonight I want to thank all of you Uh, we appreciate it here on the public John as well as uh facebook.com wildfireradio.com uh the public john is on there as well and uh we're uh, we're gonna be on we are on itunes uh the show will be loaded there tomorrow on google play so if you'd like to listen to us in the car and uh take a drive hey 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 hey, you can listen to us but don't don't tailgate please back up a little bit you know you don't know what, want what's her name from uh you know uh the Mayhem guy coming out and giving you a bunch of crap from, uh, was it Is he doing CD Mayhem? I we don't know. know. Uh, the guy? Uh, I guess it's one of them car deals. Um, so be careful when you're listening to us because we don't want to get too excited. any traffic. You know, so. um, but uh, we're having a lot of fun. we got a few more minutes to go here with, um, with Brandon Abercrombie. Who is uh, my pal and taking over uh, the, the the public face of Jersey comedy? Um, so uh, that face is not just going to be seen on post office walls anymore. It's going to be out there in public and yeah. uh, and uh, the doing speech speech section <laughs> in the paper. And yes. so uh, yeah, so keep keep an eye out for Brandon and Jersey comedy. It's going to kick off. It's going to be great. It's uh, going to be a lot of fun uh, this spring and this summer coming up. So. I want to give a shout-out to a couple of people. One is uh, Jim Comus over at the VUMMM in New Gretna. Um, is where the Veterans United Military Memorial Museum is. Uh, Make sure, folks, you go check that out. It's right on Route 9, right on the the state highway. Uh, They will probably have something coming up in uh, late summer as far as a fundraiser. Uh, but it's a great place to go to check out artifacts and uh, accounts of uh, our military uh, in, in every war from, I believe, World War One up to the present conflicts. Um, there's artifacts there, letters from soldiers, proclamations, um, all kinds of uh, historical events, and the folks there can also uh, um, give you some historical information, and they also do tours. They'll, they'll come out and... Uh, Uh, give you guys a tour or uh, come out and also give presentations at uh, schools and churches and libraries and places like that they were just in Atlantic City over the weekend at a convention Um, uh, they were part of that so uh, uh, that's the Veterans United Military Memorial Museum make sure you go out and check those folks out in Tuckerton when you get a chance and uh, I think they have a Facebook page too as well so uh, I would make sure uh, they're a nonprofit they don't get supported by any tax money or anything, so uh, uh, what they've done with that uh, with that facility is great, and uh, you get a chance to go out there, check that out. Uh, let me see. And you are sampling a muffin, which we were told we could do. Uh, and you're making sure you uh, take advantage of that? You should. That's here at Ventner Coffee, Dorset Avenue. Make sure you come out and uh, uh, patronize these guys. Uh, Cause, uh, they're great, and like you said, if you have any type of act that you would like to do or any kind of a function you'd like to do here, um, get a hold of them on Facebook, Facebook.com/VentureCoffee. Uh, I think uh, we're going to wrap this up. I think,
1: brother. Okay. You got anything else you want to add? I don't. I really don't. You really don't. I really don't. I think we've covered everything. And we've covered everything. Made the necessary announcements.
0: Yes. Over and over again at the So So. Uh, yeah. We want to thank you guys for tuning in. This has been the Public John. We'll be back on tomorrow night with Jim Santora, author of the author, a South Jersey author, of um, the most underrated rock albums from 1970 to 2015. I believe it is. You'll see more about tomorrow. He's already written a book. The book is available everywhere. Most just type in underrated rock albums. It's on Amazon, you can buy it anywhere, you can buy a silly book. Um, This book's not silly though, I love this book. Uh, You'll be surprised, it's some of the great music that's in there, and it's all music that you can actually look up and listen to while you're reading the book, it's awesome. So it's almost interactive. Uh, I'll be uh, on here with him. Jim and I DJed together in college years ago, so it was a lot of fun. Uh, So uh, we'll chat with Jim tomorrow, and on Friday we'll be on with, uh, Bravo Performance Studios, uh, and J.P. Pegramly will be on uh, with her, and they'll talk. And that's a uh, perfect uh, segue to coming into probably Vendor Coffee or something uh, down the road. So um, that'll be a lot of fun. Uh, so the next couple of nights we'll be back on. I want to thank Brandon, co-host slash guest tonight, my friend, and thank you for taking Jersey comedy to the next level. I think you'll be able to do that, and I, and I, I, got uh, I got faith in your path. Okay. Thank you. Um, thank you. <laughs> also, uh, uh, I do want to mention that uh, though Brandon's taking over and Andy's given me a lot of credit, and I thank him for that, but Andy Julia was also a big factor in us starting yeah. Jersey yeah. comedy way back when. It was. And uh, I, I don't want to. Uh, I want to make sure
1: that we thank Andy and anybody that knows Andy. Can I, can um, I just thank him by saying this true story? Um, Andy Julia was the very first uh, local comic that I was introduced to. When I first like announced that I was going to try comedy, and I did not did one open mic, right. a buddy of mine sent me a message and said, "Well, hey, my friend Andy Julia does comedy. You should, you know, try to connect with him." And I did. Send a friend request. Uh, I would send him messages all the time, like asking him questions about writing jokes and getting shows and everything. And he always answered my questions. Yeah, you know, thoroughly. Yeah. So Andy Andy was very very instrumental in in not only Jersey comedy but uh, me. Starting out as a comic, honestly, you, you did a lot. So, yeah. and if you're, you're listening, a, thank you.
0: So, uh, so if you're listening, Andy, thank you, and if you're not listening, thank you anyway. Damn it, screw you. Uh, <laughs> uh, actually, we hope you do, but we appreciate everything you've done for Jersey comedy and for uh, uh, comedy around here uh, as well. And uh, I hope you get back out there a little bit more. And good luck, my friend, because uh, you're a funny son. Of, uh, and we'll go from there. Uh, bitch. He said, bitch. Uh, so uh, so there are some people to thank. But uh, we're going to be back on, like I said, the next couple of nights we'll be on. And then uh, we'll take a little bit of a hiatus probably until mid-February. So thank you guys for joining us. Uh, Brandon, if you would go over there and hit the equipment to the bottom right, you'll see a uh, thing there. Thank you, sir, for coming on tonight. Thank you, folks, for tuning in. We will see you soon uh, tomorrow night, uh, 7 o'clock with Jim Santora, the author from South Jersey. Thanks folks. Have a great night. Finish. Finish.